a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, four people came together to drink beer slash wine mm-hmm. and talk Star Wars. Hey! Welcome to the Game for a Movie podcast. I am your host, Mike P. Tank. I am joined by uh, Mitchell Clemens, who just drank a beer, Andre Bellinger, and our special guest tonight, Claire. Claire! I know you from the wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh, right. She had us been on oh. since before the wedding. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's true. Cool. I thought about saying Claire Butanic, but that's just boring. <laughs> yeah. First time Sorry. as a married couple on the podcast. Oh. 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 I want to barf. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> married couple flow. Yes. I love it. Already off to a good start now. <laughs> uh, we are drinking today. We've got a little bit of Powder Hollow, the smoky aftermath. Ooh, it's I so good. It. Such I, a good smoke. I haven't had this in a year and a half. Like It's it's, it's been forever. Yeah, it's been a long we, time. We were in the area right by Middletown. There's a new one, and they mm-hmm. had it on tap. Get a growler. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> so go to Middletown, dude. Now it's a Middletown. A lot Get closer. To know. Where's the original one? Hazardville. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I don't know where that is. Yep. That's near Mass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Andre, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking a uh, Cardigan Double IPA from New Park Brewing, bequeathed uh, to me by one T Dog, who is unfortunately absent. But T-Dog. here's the T Dog. Uh, we're going to play Where is T Dog in a second. But Claire, would you like to say what you are drinking? Um, I'm drinking wine, Crafters Union Red Blend, gifted yes. to you by my friend Michelle. Yay, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. Hi. <laughs> hey, girl, hey. <laughs> uh, so, do you guys want to play a little Where's T-Dog? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Well, I think T-Dog is on some sort of hidden Sith planet that's not been mentioned before in eight movies, and we need to find, uh, what is it, a... Um, a, a T-Dog locator, as it were. A you know, T-Dog, T-dog wayfinder. We need a wayfinder. that finder. Mm-hmm. Find him, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I that's... think that's where he is right now. That's Absolutely. Good... Did you mention that T-Dog has put together his helmet, which he, you know, is a big part of the last time we caught up with T-Dog. He destroyed it. Right, right, right. It, that was a, a very pivotal moment. A very pivotal moment in the character's history. I mean, T-Dog's history. Yeah. And, but now he's just melded it back together, and right. I don't know why. Which is kind of lame, but at least it looks kind of cool because it has, like, red lines in it and stuff, you know? Like, yeah, it's going to sell toys. Yeah, so. it looks good on the poster, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. T-Dog's new mask looks really weird. Yeah. Anyway, Claire, what do you think he is? Hmm... hmm. Are you drinking his blood? Is that what it is? That's oh, not wine. Oh, there's the I red. Mean, I was trying to keep a low profile here. But... Mm. There you go. All right, new T Dog. That's Claire. <laughs> uh, where I think T Dog is, yes. is probably seeing episode nine because he still hasn't yet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's very true. Winner! So, <laughs> yes. So, um, we're going to talk a little episode nine. If you have not seen it, here is your spoiler alert for episode nine, Rise of Skywalker. We're going to spoil the crap out of it. We're going to spoil the crap out of it. Um, So, we continue the uh, movie series, the trilogy, as it were, and finish with Rise of Skywalker, directed by J.J. Abrams, Mm -hmm. the first director of seven. Yep. And skip eight, and then go to nine, and he's back. Yeah, yeah that's right. just like they always planned it. Right? No, <laughs> just, yeah, it's like poetry. It rhymes. And speaking of things coming back, mm-hmm. we have Palpatine. Palpatine is the big bad again. Oh, yeah, woo, yeah, extra creepy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I oh, will he say, Ian Mc. I'm gonna fuck up his name. Ian McDiarmid. Whatever the oh, Palpatine's actor. He, he, he nailed it. He was yeah, awesome. Oh, for, he yeah. brought it. I don't yeah. know. It's a hammy roll. You get to sink your teeth into it. Have fun. Exactly. And that's exactly what it was. He right. got I mean, to be super creepy. There's nothing wrong with the way he portrayed it. It's just more so, why do we have Palpatine again? Exactly. Because fan service. It's that's fan like service. what well, you that, can and say. Like, 
on the last movie, why would you bring a new villain into the mm. last movie? Of... Yeah. It's almost like there was no continuity <laughs> between the exactly. three. It's almost like Kylo Ren was set up to be the most interesting main antagonist of all Star Wars, and they decided, nope. Can't have that. <laughs> yep, you take mm. yeah, you take Snoke off the board, and suddenly all that's left is Kylo, and now all there's left is Palpatine with Kylo. Where did that what come about from? Hux? Oh yeah, Hux. I love <laughs> Hux as, especially in the Last Jedi, he was used as kind of a joke piece. Yes. And, he was hilarious. Everything from the prosthetic like eyebrows that they put on him, like yep. it was just so over the top because that's what he was in Force Awakens. But they treated him serious when he was making his Nazi speech in front of everyone on that you know Death Star planet. He was like, "I'm a serious bad guy." And Ryan Johnson looked at that and it's like, "Yo, you're a fucking tool." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was a perfect interpretation of that character. A little remnant of that is still around in yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Right. But they still have fun with them, but the thing very I small. Ha- role. I hated that. Oh, yeah. I know. Absolutely I... hated that when he's just like, "I'm the spy." Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, by the way, <laughs> that is set up in Act One, and sure enough, he's the spy in Act Three. Yeah. Oh, Smorky Dork. <laughs> like, I literally, I looked at Claire when we were watching the he movie, did. and it was just literally, oh my so God. So much disappointment across his face. Yeah. Because so it just, and like, it's fine if he's a spy and whatever. It's the line, I'm the spy. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> it's So we just, we're going into a lot of plot points here, and I would just like to say this is a very plot-heavy movie. Mm-hmm. It yeah, very it's almost like all the characters do is spout exposition and hop from planet yes. to planet yeah. on space. Yes. Like, there's no character moments, yes. it's just plot, and there's no character, Correct. you know? It's, oh, God. What Oh god! I just I feel like my main problem is that this movie needed to be two movies almost, right? If they wanted to do all the things they wanted to do in this movie, they needed more time and needed to pace it out better. Yeah, that was the thing that I keep talking about with Mike that drove me crazy. Like it could have been a way better movie, maybe if it was broken up into two. But the whole movie was just them like sarcastically saying little like tidbits to each other. There's no like actual conversation. Not that I need to like sit and have like long dialogue, but it was just like little. Like bleeps here and there at jumping plants, plant jumping sure. crazy. And like I, I, I think I need that levity in Star Wars, like having those moments of, of having, you know, having having um like uh, Poe like spot a spot a quirk, like oh they fly now, great, you know, like that's totally fine. I just need more something meteor right. on top of that, right? Too, right. right? Yeah. As well as like what I have hated about this trilogy is I feel like they always need to go somewhere, like it's just. We're here. We're at this planet. We need to find this Pathfinder. Oh, it's on this different one. Let's go here. Okay, yeah. let's go here. Let's go there. Yeah. And it's just, it's trying to get too many planets. Like, they had all these ideas for these unique planets. We've got yep. the red salt planet or whatever. You know, yep. we've got the, we've got this planet. It's underwater or whatever, you know. And it's just, you don't need to go anywhere. You can sit in a spot and have a conversation and be like, hey, let's yeah. come up with a plan even. Yeah. It's just kind of... And especially with this last one, when they go to the planet with the water and the, it's the old oh, Death Star and everything yeah, like that, yeah. like where they're just like, okay, we need to come up with a plan. Ray's just like, fuck you, I'm out, see ya, I'm yeah. going on my own. Yeah. It's a very bloated movie, right? Yes. I mean, there's a lot of parts, especially in the first and third acts, where it's just like, oh my god, you're throwing so much information at me. None of it's going to stick. Right. And, right. you know, for The Last Jedi, this movie, by the way, The Rise of Skywalker reaffirmed how much I love 
the Last Jedi. Exactly, uh-huh. right there. And with you. if I'm looking yeah. at Last Jedi, and I didn't think about the plant stuff before, Mike, that you brought it up, but even that is on the simpler side in terms of right. all right, we're mainly on our ships, and then we got Cancerbite, we got the planet that Ray and Luke are on, and then at the very end, we get the Salt Planet or whatever. Right. So it's very limited, and it all feels purposeful when we go to these different places. This has felt like an expose of like, hey, look at how industrial light magic can make all these cool different worlds, and right. they can. Like yeah. The, you know, the, what's it called, Coachella universe. Or yeah. Coachella right. yeah. Like, like, why couldn't we hang out in weird desert space Coachella for a little bit longer, right? It was beautiful to look at, but at the end of the day, it felt so rushed. Like, oh, by the way, Lando's here. Like, what? Right. Like, yeah, like, okay, uh, sure. Like, oh, by the way, there's Chewie. He's gone, and now... Oh, just oh, kidding. No, he's, he's not back. gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I hated most about this movie. It was yep. so non-committal to the things that I think would have made this a strong story. There are four... Death fakeouts. Yeah. Four yeah. death fakeouts. So I, okay, I got Chewy, C three PO. C three PO, Chewy, um, Ray, and Ray. then oh my god, what was the last one? There's like one more in my head. Oh man. oh Kylo in the mid in the middle of the movie, Kylo gets yeah. a fake out death. Yeah, they throw all that at the end yeah. with Kylo and Ray. But yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, you're right. It's like he dies, which is a pivotal moment for Ray, I think, where mm-hmm. she finds out that she is not only tapping into the Force, but this is the dark side. Cool. Lightning yeah. is coming out yeah, of her Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that five-minute stretch where I thought where they were supposed to think, at least, that Chewie was dead, I was like, wow, like that's a really interesting character moment mm-hmm. for Ray. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. That would have been awesome if they yes. would have actually left che- Chewie died. If I was sitting there going, oh, my God, Chewie, like, you know, like, it's sad, but at the same time, it is that character development of... Right. Hey, Ray just shot lightning out of her hands. She has to live with that. She has yeah. to live with it. Exactly. Yeah. She killed Chewie. Not Kylo Ren, not Palpatine, not Hux. She did it. Right. Yeah. And by the way, the reason how our characters, we figure it out quite soon. Like, there's a cut scene where we see Chewie, blah, blah, blah. But Ray finds out because she could sense Chewie. Why couldn't she sense her or sense him initially right. when she thought she blew him up? Yep. Like, what? (laughs) What are we doing? Like, we can't just pick and choose when her force powers can come into play. Even somebody like Finn, who's force sensitive, like, he could have sensed something. Sure. Even if it's just a glimmer. I know Uh, it's not as much as Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's still something. He could have figured out at least a little tinge of something where it's like, okay. Because he can feel, according to like the backstory and stuff, he can feel when there's an imbalance in the Force. Yeah. Losing Chewie would have been an imbalance. It's yes. not Force-powered, but it's good versus evil. And that's why he can wield the lightsaber. He was not great yeah. at it, but he can wield it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so they do know that he is Force-sensitive. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah this, this is not an airtight plot. Even, <laughs> there's a lot in it. <laughs> it just it feels like it was written... It just feels slapdash isn't the right word, but it's definitely very reactionary. Where you know, I think they just look at the reaction from last year and they're like, "Oh, well, let's just do, get, give give let's give the fans what we think they want." You fan know, fan service yeah. the movie. Yes, yes, it's fan service the movie. And it just spends so much of its time undoing what the last Jedi did, right. and it's it's rough. Like as much as I love the last Jedi, and I really and I'm with you, Mitchell. I, I just this reaffirms my my like for last Jedi a lot. Uh, I almost kind of wish we had a different timeline where J.J. Abrams just had control of the whole trilogy and yes. it was just all safe. You know, like if it was all just Force Awakens Part 1, Part 2, Part 3. Yeah. Because this tries to be Force Awakens Part 3 where Part, you know... In, part 2 in, wasn't. Right, exactly. It was trying exactly. to make up that Part 2 wasn't there. Exactly. So it was like filling in the blanks. Yes. It just felt super bloated. Right. There's, um, there, yeah. there's, a, there's a second movie that sets this, all the stuff that Rise of Skywalker tries to do. Right, yes. And to me, that's a less impressive trilogy overall, but at least it's more cohesive. Right. But 
I don't know. I'm just... Ugh. And th- these three movies came out in the span 2015 through 19. So yep. four years, three movies. That's mm-hmm. a lot. I don't care yeah. how big Disney is. Yeah. That's not a lot of time to... No, turn out it, absolutely, yeah. Especially with something like this. Like, yeah. at least with, especially looking at Disney, the Marvel series, yeah. you have different characters. You right. go to different movies because you have this character, that. So it's a lot of time in between your characters. Yeah. Thor 1 is way before Thor 2. Right. Like, yeah, you might have an Avengers movie where he's a piece of it. Right. But, you know, it's... it's They take their time with it. Exactly. And I don't think they've cracked the code on that with Star Wars. Obviously, they haven't. Right. Now that they moved Kevin Feige in charge of that, so who knows how the Star Wars universe is going to be different. Pause. Kevin Feige is in charge of Star Wars now? Kevin Feige, in terms of the the high-ranking film people inside Disney, he is now also overseeing Star Wars in addition to Marvel. So look that up. Back-check me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But he is, because of the success of Marvel and the lack of backlash from fans in particular of how they treat characters, they want a guy who they believe has that touch. I think you need a Star Wars guy. Kevin Feige's you always need, been yeah, Marvel. Yeah, you need a separate. Character. Yeah, I think yeah. you need a separate. Right, because I don't want I don't want Star Wars to be another MCU. You know, right. I neither think, do I. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it's. Man, I'm okay with Star Wars going into the ice for a little bit. Well, like, yeah, yeah, right, and they, and they are. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, I think I think they have it in a weird place because like the Mandalorian is like are, like that's huge right now, right? It's right. Much, yeah, much better than Rise so, of Skywalker. Y- yes, yes, I would also agree. But I yes. feel like Star Wars is more set up to be instead of a theatrical release, they're going to be putting out smaller stories almost. You know, like that's mm-hmm. kind of what it's queued up for. Like the most well liked Star Wars properties that came out this year, last year rather, were. The or the was the Disney Plus series and the video game that came out. Right. You know, those yep. are the two like generally well liked things. So mm-hmm. it was really fun. The video game. Yeah, yeah. I was just playing it before Mike came over. <laughs> it's nice. good. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Would you rank that ahead of Rise of Skywalker? Uh, in terms of story, yeah, yeah. So far, I mean, I haven't, I haven't finished it yet, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you should pause it, wait for them to get another director, and then play that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pause it again. They'll get another the same director from before, and then see how it finishes. Gotcha, okay. That way sure. it's an even playing field. All right, all right, yeah. all right. Yeah, okay. sounds like a, sounds like a plan. Sweet. Okay. I can't wait to fight Palpatine again. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> so you already know. Yeah. All right, well, it sounds like we have finished our discussion on Episode 9, unless anybody has any more thoughts on uh, Episode 9. Raylo is was, was just not a good call. I just, I'm so tall salty about that final kiss. Just why? Ugh. Oh, I actually had one more thought as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was wrapping it up, and I had one more thought as well. <laughs> what the fuck happened to Rose? Oh, yeah! A well. very unpopular character, so they wrote her off. Right. Like, I, yes. I was so pissed about that. Yeah. So they're claiming that a lot of her scenes were initially tied to Leia, and I feel like that's kind of another unfortunate circumstance around this movie is that they clearly wanted Leia to be a central focus of this film. Right. Unfortunately, with Carrie, Fisher, uh, Carrie Fisher's passing, like that didn't work out. Carrie Fisher was dead before The Last Jedi came out. I know. That's all I'm it's, saying. It's, like, I know. It's like, it's, give it, me that excuse. I just wish... That's why I'm surprised that yeah. it took so long for Leia's character to exit the movie as it did. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I really, I th- I just assume going in that it's going to be like she's going to set Ray off on the adventure, and then that's it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, like they just constantly bring her back. It's I'm like, what? Guys, just a bunch of scenes a- of her just sitting there. Right, and and, and, yeah, and it's unfortunate because like again, I want them to do right by the character, but it's it just takes me on the movie because I right. know like Carrie Fisher's no longer with us, it's and it's tough. just like, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 And it's kind of weird. I mean, this is kind of separate, but it's weird to me that they keep bringing her back. Yeah. And then like. Billy Lord's in the movie too, so I'm just like, this is a weird like. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because uh, just imagine doing a movie with your mom, but she's not really there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like it's it's. And just be like tough. I know it's like you know, CJ or whatever, but it just like like as a viewer, it just like sat with me kind of weird. So it's like I think about like when it's really boring and the plot kind of 
That's what I think. That's what I was thinking about. I'm like, oh, there's Carrie. Oh, oh, there's Billy walking by. That's weird. And I know she's not there, but you know, it's just like, yeah, yeah, no, definitely, right. It's definitely a strange. But you're right. I think initially, Han's movie was Force Awakens. Luke's send off was Last Jedi, and then Leia's send off would have been um, whatever this movie was. So the original concept, if. Um, you know, Carrie Fisher was still with or us. Or Chewie's send-off, which <laughs> did <laughs> He got I mean, his medal. He got his medal. Chewie, he got, Chewie got his Chewie. medal. Our boy got his medal, finally. <laughs> that, made, that made me chuckle when I saw it. Yeah, that that, that's like the fun, dumb kind of fantasy yeah. I'm like, okay with. I'm like, fine, but sure. But how give would you medal. know about that? Like, oh, yeah, right. who, the, who cares? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Movie. Do we give this a rating? Yeah. We can give this a rating. Cool. What would you like to give it? Because uh, if you ask the questions, you get asked first. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Uh, I give it two retcons out of five. Two retcons out of five. Because I, okay. on a base level, it's well made, and I had fun watching the dumb spaceships blow up the dumb, uh, I don't know things. And I just, on a, on a base level, dumb. I still had fun. And I still, whatever. Spoiling our li- our rankings, but I still think it's well, more well made than the prequels. But that's just me. Okay. okay. Yeah. So there's a there's a certain quality of having the uh, experience of going to the theater and watching a Star Wars. Movie when you see a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and then the, when the John Williams score hits, yes. it is John amazing. I don't care what words follow that, mm-hmm. it's just an amazing feeling, and that alone is worth half a star. And that's why this is going to be a two star movie for me. So, two okay. Star Wars, two Star Wars out of five. Okay, yeah, All right. well, I give it two and a half. Yep. Okay, lightsaber blades. Okay. If you can keep adding blades, you get a little half one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Remember yeah. when Rey looks like she was from the dark side Ooh, and she had two bladed lightsabers? <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Like Darth Maul. You're welcome. <laughs> you remember? Oh, Fuck. I remember. Oh, I, remember. Oh, I, remember. I just remember the last line of the movie, I'm Rey Skywalker. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> one and a half stars. <laughs> I know. It's enough to piss you off. It's enough to piss you off. I was not happy about that. also saw that one coming. Just, no, I did no. it, but I was like hoping for because better, who, who would be the Skywalker? Then that, that answers the question where does the rise of Skywalker come from? Uh, see, I had her. a good theory, but it yeah. got shed on immediately. What do you think? Uh, so I thought this was going to be the end of the Jedi term, yeah, like the idea Jedi, and yeah. then they were going to start a new belief system that was the Skywalker, the Skywalker, or something like interesting. that. Interesting, okay, so yeah. that was my I thought almost could jive with that better, actually. It's, yeah. it's an interesting yeah. theory, and yeah. it's yeah. something like I thought that would have been great. But sure. yeah, you know, that's a we've funny got Ray Skywalker. Claire, what's your what's your rating on the uh, Rise of Skywalker? I'm on board with two. Okay. Hop on the board. But I don't know what I want to rate it as. Mm. Mm. Most important part. Coming up with something creative, mm-hmm. unique. Mm-hmm. Star Wars. I am not creative or unique, so it's gonna be difficult. You're unique. I married you. You're unique enough. <laughs> that's sad. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you think about it. I'm going to pour no. us another beer. The moment's gone. Okay. <laughs> yes, please. All right, here we go. Beer time. I will say this. To be honest, and it these movies, and especially the entire trilogy as a whole, and I'm including Last Jedi in this, like, it is incredibly hard to create a universe as expansive that George Lucas made. Yeah. And definitely. to build upon it. Right. And that's why it feels so awkward for fans. Yeah, he did the prequels, and they're universally hated. 
but a lot of people will more, but yeah, right. Maybe they they're viewed with rose colored glasses now, yes. but the whole Don't idea. Say rose, I'm so pissed about it. Oh, <laughs> really the cool. Hobbit had more lines than Rose. Damn it, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Anyway. anyway, yeah, just the idea of um, you know, this is his universe. He should author it as he's as long as he's still alive. Sure. Not not going to happen anymore. He sold it for four billion dollars, but you know. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like Trump changed. He sold it. Homeboy was done, man. Like, fuck it. Yeah, it works. works. Cash that check. Yeah, you know, uh, fuck it. Four billion, dude. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard yeah, to turn well, down. That icon, that photo with him just looking so dead with Mickey Mouse lightsaber is <laughs> just an iconic photo. And <laughs> Bob Iger's grinning ear to ear. Yeah. And he's like, I just ripped this motherfucker off. Right. And he's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's jump into. Oh, you actually had a good point where I'm. Like, I'm just like, oh, perfect. I got a little spot to come yeah. back in. Mm-hmm. Um, I snorted. <laughs> <laughs> and you snort laughed. This is fun. So we're definitely not cutting that. <laughs> Sorry, I ruined it. No, you didn't ruin it. That's exactly you what added you need to, to, add it. to it. Yes, Aww. and so we're going to uh, rate the movies. Uh, rank them. Rank power them. rankings. Uh, episode one through nine, as well as adding Rogue One and Solo. Um, cool. So we have eleven. Yes. Yep. We are going to go eleven through eight. Yes. Each of us. Our bottom four. Seven to four. Each right. of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then finally three, two, one. Ooh. The rest of the way. Hell yeah. Plus me. Plus you. Plus Claire. Are you just going to chime in or you got, you got your I'll list. make comments when appropriate and when I can think of something good to say. And All then right. I'll talk about 3, 2, 1. Hell yeah. See, unlike T-Dog who would have two movies and then just be like, that's my list. Yep. <laughs> so, so, oh, T-Dog. Right. Oh, T-Dog. We love you. You would have freestyled. You would have. Yeah. <laughs> who would like to lead us off? All right, I guess worst I will. Worst. We're starting from the bottom to the top. From the, the bottom top. four. All right, bottom so four. my least favorite Star Wars is The Phantom Menace. Okay. Followed up very closely by Attack of the Clones. Yep. Uh, and then a pretty sizable gap, uh, Revenge of the Sith, and then finally Rise of Skywalker. You mm. really hate the prequels. Yeah, no, I don't like them. Okay. Uh, they yeah. suck. People, because okay. I think I'm extra mad at them, because now we're seeing kind of like a meme revival of sorts, you know? Because they're so badly acted and weirdly written that you can make awkward memes out of them and they're funny outside of context. But there's this weird cache of people that think the prequels are better than the new movies and I just fundamentally disagree with that. So, Fair. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Richard Brody, who is a um, New Yorker film critic, mm. he wrote this huge op-ed arguing that the prequels are better than 4, 5, and 6. And it's... It's enlightening. Whoa! I don't know how much he believed it, but sure. it's enlightening when you view it from that. How much did he smoke thing. before he did this? I don't know. He is a very pretentious, and also he's a um, what's it called, a contrarian okay. Uh, okay, film sure. critic type. Right. Fair. So I think he was just testing himself if just he could successfully contrarian. argue this. Yeah, yeah right. Okay, that's Which fair. you know, yeah. whatever. Okay, Mitchell, what's your uh, bottom four? Yeah, so honestly, these could flip-flop, but I have at 11, Attack the Clones, Mm. and number 10, The Phantom Menace. Uh, The Phantom Menace at least gave me the Darth Maul fight sequence, so that was enough. I I rewatched that. Like, you know, I'll go back and rewatch some of that. I think the uh, choreography is fun. And I mean, it also has um, the Duel of Fates in it. The Duel of Fates. Like, it's just anything John Williams is. John Williams is like the best part of all these movies, I think, pretty much at this point. And that was him, you know, expanding upon a score that is so iconic yeah so good for john you know x amount of years later still building on something that he built in 1977 so, for sure very cool 
Uh, number nine, this is a, this movie committed the crime of being boring, and that is Solo. I did not oh, like Solo. Oh, wow. Okay. There's one thing a Star Wars movie cannot be, and that is boring. I, that is. Hmm. It was very boring to me. I could not latch on to any of our lead characters, including Donald Glover, as... Um, as Lando, that who, by the way, wow. who, by the way, has sex with his robot. He does. What? He definitely fucks that yes, robot. He definitely, <laughs> he definitely fucks that robot, and that's why that he's number two on my list. No, <laughs> you know why? Yeah, because Donald Glover fucks. If, if it, Donald it, Glover does fuck. I got to give him sexual, that. man. Like, what, like which is hey. fine, and you're expanding the universe. You could argue that, but also my mind completely went in a different direction, other than where the movie was going after that little nugget was dropped. So I thought it was boring. I thought the movie itself looked muddy. It just didn't look I like do. A I, yeah, the color movie. correction was off on that movie for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then number eight, The Rise of Skywalker. We all had our takes on that. Yes. Cool. Not a fan of that movie. Yeah. Yep. That's fair. Okay. Um, so a lot of what you've heard is goes triple for me. Uh, at the bottom, I've got Phantom Menace. Yep. Second to last, of course, Attack of the Clones. Yep. Uh, Rise of Skywalker makes an early appearance. Whoa. Yep. yep. And uh, then. Different than the rest of you, I'm betting. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Return of the Jedi is that low for you? Mine's, I hate my dudes. I hate Ewoks too. They're neighbors. Was, yeah. <laughs> my Return of the Jedi is neighbors to yours. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just gonna say, like, I well, fun fun fact. Solo's yeah. in my neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Um, I just I hate Ewoks. I absolutely. Dude, I hate fucking them. hate Ewoks. They're proto Jar Jars. Everyone shits on Jar Jar Binks. He was all that that. Level of badness is already there with the Ewoks. Plus, I can't exactly uh. remember what movie it was, but I think that was when Boba Fett died in like the yes. most embarrassing. Way yeah, Boba Fett does does nothing in right. that movie. He's yes. he's built up as this big. But everyone's complaining about Phasma, dude. Boba Fett did it first, you know, yeah. like it, yep. like built up this huge villain and then did jack shit. And the Wilhelm scream, just yeah. just ah! I can't. I also, which is a Star Wars staple, by the way. It yes. is a Star Wars staple, yes, for sure. Which is fine if it wasn't a badass character I that you say, just killed off. I will say Harrison Ford looks straight up bored in that movie. I think it was yep. done. Beat Han Solo way before he got put way in before he got. He, well, he died. He wanted to get killed in the first movie. Oh, yep. there you go. He wanted his character to have meaning. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. So right. yeah, that uh, that Return of the Jedi sneaks into my eight spot. Cool. There you go. So. Wow. Respect. Actually, yeah. and, uh, I, was, I thought I was going to get shit for how I agree I with every, I agree yeah. with everything you guys have said. Yeah. These are awful movies. I don't have to chime in. Okay. Easy at the I actually, I mean. I will defend Solo a little bit in that I thought it was entertaining and harmless, and that's pretty much where I fall on that. That you could definitely say harmless. Yeah, <laughs> you can definitely say harmless. You can't say entertaining, but no, yeah. you can. You can. Return of the Jedi is higher on my list, but I think it's. I think if I watched it now for like the first time, I would agree with you that the Ewoks are stupid. But like, I grew up. <laughs> watching four five six like my sister and i on road trips when i was like 10 yeah. we had like the original trilogy on vhs and that's what we watched and so it's like to me it's like not plot reason i love it's that childhood. movie it's, like it brings that in yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i grew up watching it and they were cute when i was younger. I, I can also argue. i agree that. I agree <laughs> yeah that. sure claire was running it past me earlier when we were driving in the car um, I said they're just little teddy bears, and like as much as I hate the stormtroopers, and I think they're dumb because they can't shoot anything. How can you not <laughs> shoot a teddy bear that hobbles? Right. And she goes, "Well, what about Chewbacca? He's just a big teddy bear. He's a giant teddy bear, just skinnier, longer strides, and he can run." 
However, but he cannot change. <laughs> He's a big target. But he can't like change little positions that fast, like directions. But Ewoks can't either because they hobble. They like so maybe march they're at even. you. Maybe they're even. Yeah, Ewoks permanently made the Empire. I mean, like maybe they were they should have been the butt of every joke by them because like, as you said, Stormtroopers can't shoot. But as soon as I saw two giant logs crush an ATST, I just stopped considering the Empire as an actual threat. It's like not. all right, they're just they're just um they're just mooks at the, that point, yep. you know. But yeah. it's a metaphor for the Vietnam War. Oh, great. Wow. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Real good. <laughs> Thanks, George. Wow. Good. Thanks, George. Really, really layered commentary there. Jesus Christ. All right, Andre. Seven to four. All right. Seven to four. At seven, I have Solo. At six, I have Return of the Jedi. Five, Rogue One. And four, The Last Goddamn Jedi. I will not be the last Jedi. Yeah. Interesting. And I'm really, I will say, Last Jedi and my neighboring film are like, like they're just basically tied. It's The Force Awakens. Well, I don't know. Spoilers. Yeah, I, as I said, The Return of the Jedi is my least favorite of the original trilogy, but it still has that iconic, you know, final fight between Palps and and Luke. Palps. Yo, what's up, Palps? Yeah, right. That's back when he was a cool villain because it was kind of fun and it was a, it was actually built to a final climactic showdown. And He's was... like every villain ever. He has a Brooklyn accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am all the Sith. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Woo! Uh, yes. <laughs> if you don't know, Andre, every single character he does comes from Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> Especially when in. he's our dungeon master. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. indeed. Indeed it is. Uh, I'm, I'm learning one more accent besides Brooklyn. So <laughs> just, one up me. Just one I'm up looking me. forward to it. Um, <laughs> what do you want? I'm a bugbear. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? I'm a bugbear. I'm just trying it. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. God damn it. Um, so yeah, I, I would say the gap between Rogue One and Last and the Last Jedi is very large for me. Like okay. Rogue One, Return of the Jedi, and Solo, I tolerate. Like they're fine, and I will watch them if they're on. Uh, the last Jedi I actively enjoy, so that's okay. kind of where I'm at with that one. Uh, the Rogue One, uh, Rogue One, I would say, just in summary, two thirds, not a great movie, and then the final third is fantastic. I really love that. Just a- as soon as we get to the final scene on um, the final Scarif, I believe mm-hmm. it's the final planet. Everything there is just perfect, but up okay. until that point, a little muddy. That's yep. just where I'm at. So. I'm with you. Yep. Um, cool. So at number seven, I have Revenge of the Sith. Am I the highest on among the three? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Oh, never mind. Definitely right, on you. Yeah. yeah. So I got Revenge of the Sith there. Look, it closed out the trilogy, and it was the one of the three where I was... God, I just remembered that in-theater experience, and that definitely kind of skews it a little bit. For it's sure. not a great movie, but the in-theater experience of watching it all happen was fantastic. You want to hear something sad? What's up? Attack of the Clones was my first IMAX movie. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. You yeah. hate to see it. Yeah, right. But at least you got a good lecture of why sand, sand is bad. You know, it's this chorus. <laughs> it's chorus. It's everywhere. rough. It gets yeah, everywhere. I felt yeah. like I was that sand right yeah. there like, on that screen. Oh, God. Oh, and again, she fell into the sand. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I ain't going in there. Yeah. You called the wrong Jedi. Yes. Uh, number six, Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And now this one, you had at six as well. Mm. I will say, like, a good positive note for me, you, you mentioned the Palpatine versus Luke. For me, it was Darth Vader versus Luke. That was, like, the pivotal scene for me. For sure. In terms of, I've never felt more emotion put out in a lightsaber duel before, where in Phantom Menace, you know, you get Darth Maul. It's fun to watch. 
There's not a lot of storytelling. There's not a lot of emotion behind each blow. And in Return of the Jedi, he's struggling whether or not he should kill his father the entire time. And you feel that. Um, and you feel the rage at the end when he finally maims him, cuts off his arm. So yeah, I thought that's an incredibly well done sequence. So Return of the Jedi, number six. Number five, Rogue One. Rogue One, for all the same reasons that Andre has it at five, really love the third act. Number four, The Force Awakens, a fun time at the movies. Again, great in-theater experience. I saw it the Friday it came out, and I was in Santa Barbara at the time, and um, there was, yeah, everyone was cheering at the right times. We clapped at the end. Some people, like, gasped when they saw Luke at the very last shot. So it was just a really fun time, and it did, I think, what is almost an impossible task of relaunching this series and also introducing uh, new characters that we like or love in terms of Ray and Finn and all those guys, and then also reintroducing some fan favorites, in this case, Han Solo. So, yeah. number four. Nice. Mm-hmm. Don't forget BB-8. Oh, BB-8. No, BB-8. Oh, my favorite toy, by the way. Rude. You're absolutely right. How can you forget BB-8? I, I, I feel bad. BD-1 from the Jedi Fallen Order, the video game, yeah. is kind of in the running for my favorite droid right now, just uh, saying. Okay, nerd. Big, right. Big ups to BD-1. Big ups to BD-1. If it's not on celluloid, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, seven for me is Solo, okay. um, just because a lot of reasons. But yeah. I mean, like I didn't mind it. it. Donald Glover is a pain to me. It's, that's a rough really, one. That yeah. was such a disappointing take. Yeah, I, w- I was. Yeah. yeah. And my problem was, I was so excited about the casting when I heard it. Oh yeah. Sure. And I was like, oh yes, this is great, Lando, perfect. Like this is great. And then it became. Wow. He was doing a Billy D impersonation the entire time. Yeah, right. What's up, hon? And it's just like, it's so cheesy. I will say, the one thing I like about that interpretation is that he actually actually go with the, what's up, Han? He's like, it's Han, but okay. That's like That's like the one nod I'm like, okay. I like that. That's a good nod for sure. Uh, Six, I got Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fun movie and everything like that. Yep. Right above it, it's yep. Force Awakens. Yep. Okay. Um, agreed with your relaunching it and everything like that. And it holds a special place in my heart because of going to the theaters and experiencing yes. Revenge of the Sith. Yes, oh, exactly. Okay. And that's exactly it. It's, it's going deal. to the theaters. It's it's not a good film, and I'm not going to defend that. <laughs> sure. No! Exactly. Like, that is the dumbest scene ever. If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that your Morty or your that's Rick? My, that's, I don't uh, know. that's my Hayden Christensen, my friend. <laughs> 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 I literally can't remember what happened in Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith was that's how memorable. That's pretty bad. That's how memorable it is. That was the third one, and um, yeah, it was like it's not it's not an awful film compared to some of the rest we have on this list. But at the same time, like it's not a good one, and I literally I probably could have picked. Force Awakens or Last Jedi to jump it. Yep. No, but I mean, yeah, like that—that's still valid. This is like I said, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is our list, this is, and this is I the Criterion not, Star Wars collection. I right? will not defend Revenge of the Sith, but at the same time, to me, yep. it's just it brings that experience. And seeing all the memes has actually made it more like nostalgia. Sure. For me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like ridiculous, but it's just that nostalgia feeling. You bring up a good point though about Star Wars movies in general. It's yeah. definitely the relationship between where you were in your life when you first watched them yep. and your your love of them is going to be higher if you saw them at a younger age. For sure. You know? yeah, for sure. And it, that's why the nostalgia thing was such a big deal for Rise of Skywalker. So, you know, they just wanted to go back to the past and all that, which ended up hurting it. But I think that is a similar feeling that a lot of people will have. Mm-hmm. For sure. There we go. 
Going to three? Yeah. Are we doing the top three? Yeah. Yes, are sir. We, how are we doing this? I was confused. Three, two, by one. That. Three, two, so one. he's going to read his three, two, one, or are we going three, two, one? I think we keep going. I think yeah, we keep going. Because that's give, too much. That's fair. Like, that's fair. No, no, no. It's we, easy enough to deduce at this point. What it your really one is. Will be. Yeah, like so. we have it down. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. All right, that's fine. So, so cool. yeah, number three, I have Force Awakens. Again, I said that this and Last Jedi are basically tied for me. Uh, the Last Jedi took more risks, and I expect I respect that movie a little bit more in ways that it kind of tried to make. I don't know. It's it's different interpretation of Star Wars. Whereas The Force Awakens to me was just a, a, like going back to what you guys said. My favorite Star Wars going experience, just because yeah. that was I was just super excited for a safe Star Wars movie, and that's exactly what I got. Right. Um. I mean, just when uh when Poe like goes to the first like uh, X wing run on that on the I forget the planet's name, but that green planet that they're on. When they uh, actually fight the Empire for the first time. Or first so when, when they go to the temple and all that, yes, where Maz is and all that? With Maz, yeah, yeah, like when they're like, when the when the First Order is on, like, yep. like, like pushing back all the rebels and everything, like, oh man, there's no hope, and then, and then Poe does his runway, whatever, and like, oh man, I just, ugh. That's, that's what hell of a pilot. Exactly. That was, I was fed right there. I was like, <laughs> yeah! Oh, fuck yeah. Um, it's a cool shot. Yeah, yeah. and honestly, uh, a lot of the interesting stuff that The Last Jedi capitalizes on, this movie sets up. I love Kylo Ren's introduction to this series. He is the legacy character. He is the Solo and Skywalker, <laughs> and he's a bad guy. Like, he's yep. a bad guy tempted by the light, and I respect. I, I really like that The Force Awakens is willing to introduce a character like that. Yep. I really was hoping you'd say tempted by the fruit of another, but... Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Stuck in my head, too. Everybody must suffer. <laughs> uh, number two for me is A New Hope. Uh, just, I mean, it's the movie that started it all. Uh, I, honestly, I could watch the movie over and over and over again. Luke isn't exactly my favorite character in that movie, because he's kind of whiny, and he doesn't come to his own until uh, later up, uh, the later movies, but still a fun time. Easy to recommend to anybody. Just, yeah, the, it's a classic. And then my top is kind of like the vanilla answer but Empire Strikes Back that is just there's no the, vanilla answer do, do, well still yeah, there uh, is, there <laughs> is yeah, and that's, it's I okay. mean it, it, it really is just like the perfect second dark chapter to me you know like the perfect sequel to me and that it raises the stakes it it flushes out all of our main characters into being something more interesting. Instead of just being two dimensional a fun adventure there's actually some depth to it uh and yeah, I don't know. I just I love all of the like all through like all of the plots intertwining. There's usually with all the other Star Wars movies, there's part there's plots that I'm like, okay, I just want to get to the good stuff. The Empire Strikes Back is nothing but the good stuff. Okay, so nice. there we go. I would agree that the Empire Strikes Back is probably the best movie. Like okay. if I was to look at all right, Lawrence Kasdan with this script is amazing. I forgot who directed it, but George taking a seat back and just producing this film, mm. I think opened up a lot of doors creatively, and they did. I mean, they knocked it out of the park, which is why it's my number three. So, oh! oh! <laughs> so the Empire, and I will say this, this is a tight bunch at the top three for, for me. Sure. Yeah. Um, this could be a different order in a different day, but how it stands when I was writing it as I was leaving work, the Empire Strikes Back is number three. And I will say this too, I used to, uh, or when I was growing up, they re-released the original trilogy in cinemas. Um, like in a build-up mm, to mm-hmm. yeah, The Menace. Yes. Me and my dad saw every single one. Nice. And um, this one was the only one I did not fall asleep in. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, and not to say I didn't like the others at all, but you know, I was a little kid, and that this one for whatever reason captured my attention. Nice. So, The Empire Strikes Back, I love it quite dearly. Uh, number two, Star Wars or A New Hope, 
as it was retroactively named. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars, I mean, look, you cannot you cannot replicate the... Because uh, I just rewatched this, by the way. It was like last week I just decided to put on Disney+. Plus. What's up? And I just <laughs> <laughs> decided to give it a watch. And because, yeah, there's a lot of line reads that age poorly. There's a lot of acting and special effects that just don't hold up, especially the new special effects that George Lucas right. did. Oh, in. yeah, right. And it's hard to not view that movie without those... Like, Jabba, Jabba the Hutt is in Star Wars now. And, no, he is just a Jedi guy. He is not in the first Star Wars. But he is here. Anyway, um, it is fun. It is charming. And it's everything that you want in just, like, a fun time at the movies. And yeah. I just love Star Wars. It, it gives me the warm and fuzzies, unlike any of these other movies that I've listed. And then number one, not warm and fuzzy at all. It's a dark wine that you drink nice and slowly. Oh. That is The Last Jedi. Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh man. God. I love it that you are that guy. I fucking love it. <laughs> Let's go. Let me explain. Is it perfect? Hell no. The Cancel Bite stuff, while it has a lot of social commentary that Ryan Johnson has sprinkled throughout his entire filmography, it is also a thing and a plot line that drags the movie down. There's a lot of fun moments, but at the end of the day, you probably could have cut it just a little bit. And then you look over at the biggest controversy of this film. Luke Skywalker is a crank. Well, you know what? Dude. I haven't seen this guy in 30 plus years. Right. And if he's the same dude, why am I telling this story? Yes. Mm -hmm. the, I will say on record, The Last Jedi is my has my favorite interpretation of Luke Skywalker as a character. Absolutely. Absolutely. By a fucking I'm mind. on board with that. He yeah. is yeah. Hell yeah. he is a jaded Luke Skywalker who was, you know, coming off the peak of his Jedi career and destroying the Empire, and suddenly he realizes the Sith isn't gone all the way, and he has to grapple with that. Right. And he does things that he regrets, and now he's living in shame and is out living as a hermit to die. By the way, Mark Hamill delivering his best on-screen performance, you could say the Joker's probably his best character ever, Right. but on-screen... We were talking about New Hope and how that dude could not read a line <laughs> to yeah. save his life. He had the charm, but pretty much nothing else. He was an actor in this movie, and Ryan Johnson pushed him there. I watched the behind-the-scenes documentary on this movie, and he straight up says, um, Mark Hamill's like, yo, I do not like what Ryan has done to Luke. Yeah. Like, at all. I'm yeah. fundamentally against what he put out there, but it's my job as an actor to give him my best performance. And, oh, there's a little link there. Oh, it's from Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Um, <laughs> anyway, and it's, uh, yeah, it's probably the best on-screen performance that I've seen from him, and it works. Um, and then third, the relationship between Kylo Ren and Rey. Mm -hmm. This yep. is... I like how fleshed out it gets in Last Jedi, yep. where, like, they yes. start, yes. like, it's just, it's they can connect, kind of, and yep. everything like that. Man, you can, it's almost like you can have two characters with an interesting relationship, and that doesn't end up with them making out. Huh. Fascinating. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, Wait, Andre, did you see nine? What's that? Did you see nine? Episode nine? Yeah. Yeah. They ended up making out! Oh! No! No! Why would you do that to me, Jake? No! It seems in your anger. <laughs> you have ruined the Give in to your anger. <laughs> Damn it. Anyways, yeah. So that dynamic was electric, and that is, I would argue, the best special effect in that movie is, is uh, Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver acting one-on-one -on -one with each other. Mm. Um, so, yes, huge fan of The Last Jedi, um, and that is why it's my number one. Hell yeah. Thanks. Respect. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a slightly different list. Yes. Okay. <laughs> slightly, though, Good. because I will say at number three, I have A New Hope. 
Cool. Yep. Okay. Yep. For all the reasons. Yes. It's just it's the one that classic. started it. It's yeah. a classic. Exactly. Absolutely. Empire Strikes Back is my number two. Okay. Uh, just because at the end of it, you're literally going, wait, our heroes might lose? Like, I love that idea. That, yes. That, that just is such a great twist to me, especially how old this movie was oh, and everything yeah. like that. It, it was just... it was. Empire Strikes Back is everything I could want from a Star Wars movie that's just different. It is. You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. And they did lose. Like, if you yeah. ended there, they lost. They lost. You know? Yeah. Hans mm-hmm. and Carbonite. You yep. know, like, it, it literally, Lando fucked them all. <laughs> like, exactly. Luke no longer has his hand. Like, it's right. like all right. these different things. Yep. yep. Just taking L's, you know? So, um, <laughs> taking these L's. Taking these L's. Taking these L's. And my number one is very different than the rest of yours. Uh-huh. Rogue One, I know. Star Wars story. Uh, yeah, yeah man. Favorite. Okay. Gareth, I, Gareth Edwards' own. Let's, yeah. Rogue One. So what my thing is about Rogue One is just the first two-thirds of the movie, yes, you're correct, it's not the greatest, but it does have some great character intros. Yes. Where they have to get a lot of characters quickly. And I like that about it because, like, the, the blind guy is one of my favorites. I, I can't remember the force. Yes. Yes. He's one of my favorites. K2 is my favorite droid, even besides BB 8. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. All right. Because it's Alan Tudyk, Alan and Tudyk. he is just Dude. outstanding. Yeah. Yep. He's the best. Um, and literally, that end sequence, like, the whole planet, like, the, the getting the plans, and then the fucking Darth Vader scene was so. <laughs> Freaking awesome! It was so good. Yeah, yeah that so that good. that is fan service done right. Exactly. I would say and like, that is everything I wanted in my Star Wars movie. It, when I left the theater the first time, I was actually pissed at the movie because mm. all of the characters died. But at the same time, like I was thinking, like, wait, they couldn't exist. And I watched it again. I was like, they actually gave each of them like a really good send off that made sense with the characters and everything like that. Yes. It was it was literally it's just my favorite Star Wars movie. It is a popcorn flick yep. through and through. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. And it is Rogue One. Yes. Wow. It's very self-contained yeah. outside of the Darth Vader stuff. Right. You know, it's just like yeah, don't choke in your ambitions. I can't get over that. Line. I know, me neither. Yeah. That's, I was just about to say, I that final sequence would have been so much cooler if I didn't know Darth Vader was in that movie and the trailers, and also with that first scene. Like I would, if I could, I would just have it, just have him only be in that final scene, and then that would just been mind blowing. See, you I know? went in not knowing that. Oh, really? There you go. Yeah, I, I had no they, clue he was in. They, it. Uh, no. they unfortunately, I mean, like he's marketable, so they showed that that for where he knights the lightsaber. They showed that in the trailers. So. Okay, yeah. maybe yeah. I just missed it. Maybe I wasn't looking for it. Whatever yeah, right, it may right, be, right. I didn't know that. So at the end, when he was there, holy fuck! Oh my god! Ah! Yeah, yeah, like yeah, all yeah. the alarms are going off in my head. Like yep. it was. Oh, it was so good. So it's a yeah. great payoff. Definitely. Very payoff. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Claire, thoughts, comments, concerns? My top three. Mm. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail because it's all things that have been said and I agree with most of. Um, Last Jedi, number three. Woo! Yeah. Um, Join the clan. Woo! <laughs> 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 um, Empire Strikes Back yep. for obvious reasons that have been said. And actually, Row One is my Aww, top. That's oh, my yeah. name. That's my name. That was so cute. It's my achievement. <laughs> <laughs> it, it expands on the universe while still sticking to the mm-hmm. primary storyline. And also, it plugs. Awesome. It, it also plugs the biggest plot hole of of, of the original Star Wars movie. Straight up, they explain yep. why the Death Star has a dumb ass fucking weak point. They found a great way to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Like uh, how he just built it and was like, you, you'll you find the way. That's me. This didn't have it planned out all along. Yeah. I'm sense. biased, though. I really like that. I mean, I like that movie for all the reasons we've talked about, but I love 
Felicity. Yes. <laughs> Felicity Jones is very, She's my very beautiful. Very beautiful. Um, I will say this too, and I'm totally blanking on my point here. Um, or I'm choking on my point. He's oh, don't choke on your aspirations, Mitchell. <laughs> I'm off duty. <laughs> Claire's a nurse, everyone. That is, that is a joke there. I think uh, everybody that listens knows. <laughs> yeah, so sorry, everyone. So sorry. All three of you. Nice hearing from you. <laughs> Hi, Kelly. Uh, um, they, yeah, I don't know. I just love how they introduce a character who is not Force-sensitive, mm-hmm. but believes in the Force, mm-hmm. like the antithesis of Han Solo in A New Hope. Mm. He's like, oh, you believe in that hokey shit? It's like, this is a guy who's just like, I'm one with the Force, the Force is with me. Even though he does not have any Force powers. He doesn't powers. have a lightsaber. He doesn't nothing. have a lightsaber. It is religion it's for him, yeah, and it centers him, no, and like it's that. beautiful, and it kind of taps into all the Eastern influences that the Jedi yep. adopted because of George Lucas. But, you know, right. uh, it, it's all in that character, and I think that's amazing. For yeah. sure. That is great. I, I do want to say real quick as a whole addendum to all this is that I, we spent a lot of time shitting on the latest movie in the series, but I still fucking love Star Wars. I'm excited to yes. see yes. more stuff in it. Uh, I just, there's like, there's something intangible about that universe that makes me want to constantly see more, you know? See, the funny thing is I'm looking at my list going, I would watch each of these mm-hmm. except for Phantom, Me- Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones again. Yeah. <laughs> like each and every one of them except for my bottom two. And that's just goes to show Star Wars. You know, it's 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 a fun universe. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's great. It's it's imagination. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> you just do the Disney logo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm Kirby Tannic. Like you're Disney. watching Disney Channel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like, like, you know how many times I practiced that as a kid watching yeah. Disney Channel? Okay, screw uh, you. Why'd you draw a penis in the air? <laughs> Mickey, no! <laughs> um, so that will do it for our Star Wars talk. Uh, next time, guys, I think we jump back into our normal format. Yes. yes. Um, everybody is going to see a movie. Uh-huh. You guys are going to see what you want to see. I'm going to see what I'm forced to see, yeah. which I have already seen. Yes! Woo! And I've heard all about it. And it's I have terrible. drank heavily about. I heard it's a perfect movie. Oh, nice. <laughs> I get it. I wish I could claw my eyes out. (laughs) (laughs) That's good, too. (laughs) So, that'll do it for me, Mike. Claire. Andre. Mitchell. See you guys next time on Game for a Movie. May the Force be with you.